Blog Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. Time for us to start winning is now, 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 now. Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? Right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this squad. you got to run the ball. Stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you got to pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down. Down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. Vernon. Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Touchdown! Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a chocolate chocolate. Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? Me. But do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You saying we going 16 or huh? 16 or bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You you know, he just dragged to the Messiah. Goldie and the one and only Shakes Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana. Thanks, Dion. Good afternoon, everybody. I thought in light of the uh, uh, events that have taken place over the last couple of days that uh, I ought to give you the opportunity to ask some questions. So let's get right into it and uh, get started. Bruce Beck, NBC. John, you made big changes this week, changes again. Why should Giants fans believe you will get it right this time? Well, I haven't given him any reason to believe that, uh, Bruce. It's up to me um, to make the right choices, up to Steve and I to make the right choices going forward to earn back their trust, and that is not going to be an overnight process. That's going to take, uh, that's going to take some time, but it starts with getting uh, the general manager pick 
uh, done uh, correctly and then with hiring the right head coach. So that's going to be a process that we're going to have to, we're going to, have to earn their trust again. And uh, as I said, that's not going to happen overnight. I'm Rob Newsday. John, how much do you look at these interviews for general managers and head coaches as, as package deals, as, as bringing one guy in with, with his coach? Uh, there are no package deals. I mean, each uh, we want to get the general manager ideally done first, and obviously we'll talk about um, the candidates uh, for head coach, but uh, it's not going to be a package deal. I want to go through a, uh, a, a complete process here, interview as many people as possible. I don't want to rush into anything. We've made that mistake in the past, and I want to make sure we get to see as many candidates uh, as possible, ideally. Mark Stapleton, the record. John, do you feel like you guys have made bad choices and you've identified wrong candidates, or in some ways is this a failure of your process that you've gone through? It's probably um, probably all of the above, Art. I mean, uh, we haven't necessarily made the right choices. Um, I think um, looking back on our process, I wish it had been a little more extensive, that we had seen more people um, and uh, maybe taken our time a little bit more with it. And uh, we're going to try not to make that mistake this time. Paul Schwartz, New York Post. Hey, John. Uh, what is your confidence level in your ability to make the right choice? Um, you know, a lot of these choices the last few years have not been um, proven to be successful. So, uh, you, know, you, you know, everything starts and stops with you. You know, do you feel you're capable of making the right choice this time around? I, I do, Paul, and obviously I don't expect <laughs> a lot of people to believe that given what's happened over the last few years, and I'm going to have to earn uh, their trust again. But I, I feel very good about the group of candidates for the general manager position that we have scheduled right now. Um, I think any one of a number of them could would make an excellent general manager. So I, I am confident that, that we have the resources to make the right choice here. Thank you. Bob Newsday. John, I'm just curious your reaction to um, being in your building uh, watching the Cowboys game where a lot of Cowboys fans showed up. And then against Washington, not a lot of fans showed up, period. How much did that impact you? And as a, as a kind of a corollary, you said, you, you know, you, you rushed it a little bit last time. Do you think that there was a little bit of comfort in that it had been so long since there was a succession of front office stability since, since 1979? Okay, that's the way to get two questions in there, Bob, in violation yes, of the rules, but okay. Um, Obviously, you don't like to see visiting team fans in, in your building, but that's just the way the NFL is right now. We had a lot of fans in Miami, a lot of fans in Tampa. Now, certainly it's exacerbated by the fact that we had a poor record this year, but it, certainly it's not a pleasant sight that you, that you want to see every time. And, 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 yes, we've gone through this process far too often in recent years after having a lot of years of stability, and it's not a fun process uh, at all. Um, there is nothing more painful to me uh, than making that long walk down the hallway uh, to tell somebody, uh, particularly a, a, a good person uh, like Joe, um, that uh, we're making a change. It's gut-wrenching for me. Um, it's been gut-wrenching every time I've had to do it, and um, obviously I've had to do it far too often uh, lately. And, and that's why we're um, that's why we're in this uh, process again, and um, we're going to get it right this time. Thank you, Joe. NFL Network. 
Hey, John, I I'm curious if there was a last straw for Joe Judge and where, if anywhere, does that 11-minute address where, as you well know, you know, he took some, you know, veiled shots at, at your former coach and, and also a, a, a division opponent, obviously. I mean, obviously I wasn't thrilled with that uh, particular press conference, but I can't say there was one specific uh, act that was the last straw. It was just a culmination of things. Um, uh, we, we just got to a point where I, I, where I thought we had dug ourselves a hole so deep that I didn't see a clear path to getting out of it unless we completely blew it up and, and started all over again with a new general manager and a new head coach. Um, I still think that there is a really good head coach inside of Joe Judge. I just felt like given where we are right now uh, on the verge of bringing in a new general manager, we have to give that person um, the flexibility uh, to bring in the head coach that, uh, that, that he wants. And I, I think that's, that was a large part of the decision here in, in, making a, in making a change. I just felt like we really needed to just start from the, from, from the ground up again. Thank you. I'm Kevin. Hey, Pete. Hey, John. How you doing? Good, Tom. How are you? Good. It, it seemed when you hired Joe, he came in and gave you a you know presentation which wowed you. I mean, in 2020 hindsight, do you need to take a step back after you listen to these guys and look at more closely what they're saying? Well, I think that's a fair comment, but we did here. We did a lot of research on him, as we do with all of our candidates. Um, you know, he did he did do an excellent job in that interview. Um, sometimes, you know, some people interview well, some people don't, but you have to do more research than that. But I, I thought our process at that time was, was pretty thorough. I mean, you know, we had spoken to a number of people about Joe, and listen, I still believe that there is a good head coach inside it. Him, um, but uh, I just felt like, given where we are at the at the moment, and certainly, certainly, that is not all due to to, to him. Uh, but given where we are right now, I felt like we needed a clean sweep. Thank you, Ian O'Connor. You're close. Hey, John. For, for those of us old enough to remember, the, the back to back quarterback sneak sort of brought back the memories of the bizarre chick fumble and. And that period of time, which obviously is not a pleasant memory for you, but did that sequence really make this situation, as far as bringing him back, completely untenable? How much did that play into it? Uh, you know, obviously those weren't my favorite play calls in the world. I wish we had run that back when Pisarchik uh, was here. But, <laughs> but um, uh, you know, Ian, that, that, was, that was just one minor factor in the overall scheme of things. Obviously not what I was looking for uh, watching the game, but, you know, you can point to any number of play calls that uh, that, uh, that any of us uh, could have second-guessed, but uh, it was a bit of a surprise to me, let's put it that way. And Doug, the athletic agent on, you know, as a reference, you fired a lot of people over the last couple of years, um, but what do you say to the fact that your brother is still senior vice president of player personnel, your nephew is co-director of player personnel, and there's a perception that there isn't really accountability for family members who have had prominent roles during this stretch. Well, that perception uh, has been created by you and others, and the reality is that um, in terms of my brother, my brother spends most of his time doing evaluation of college players. His grades go into our system, and he participates in the draft. Um, all personnel decisions in this building, and this has always been the case, 
have been made by the general manager and the head coach. When they agree on a personnel decision, they come to me with it, and as long as they're both in agreement, I okay it. The only times I, I would possibly not do that is if there was an off-the-field conduct issue. So uh, Chris is a very skilled evaluator, but he does not have any authority here other than the fact that I will go to him on occasion and ask him about players. Tim is probably the most respected guy we have in this building. Coaches, uh, front office staff, uh, the general manager, go to him, ask his advice on players because he is a good evaluator. He's worked his way up from the bottom, and he's earned his stripes. He does not have any authority here. The personnel decisions have always been made and will always be made by the general manager and the head coach. If they agree on, on a draft pick, on a UFA, uh, then I'm going to okay it 99.99% of the time. Uh, the only time I will raise an issue about it is if there is a conduct issue. I'll question them about it. I'll make them defend their positions, and I'll make sure that they're on the same page. But at the end of the day, if they're in agreement, then that's the decision we're going with. I am Dudley, New York Post. Hey, John, sorry, my camera's not working. Um, but, but, I'm, uh, I'm quite all right with that, Ryan, but go ahead. <laughs> John, uh, how, you've done one interview, you have all these other ones you've lined up. How desirable is the Giants GM job when there's no cap space, the offensive line needs work, the, deep, the pass rush needs work? What is the feedback you've gotten? Is this, do you feel like your job is desirable, especially quarterback? I didn't even mention quarterback, John. Uh, the quarterback situation is not uh, solidified. How, how desirable is the job you feel? Well, Ryan, all I can tell you is based on the number of uh, inquiries that I've had from prospective candidates, um, we're not going to be able to interview even 20% of all of them. This is a very desirable job. We happen to have a lot of draft capital uh, coming up. I, I think this is an organization that people want to work for. Um, so I've been heartened by the fact that um, so many people have expressed an interest, and including people who are uh, very talented and who have a legitimate shot at getting the job. Um, we haven't been turned down by anybody yet. Hey, John. If I could just follow up on the, your answer before about Chris and Tim and everyone. Uh, and also then ask you, you know, how you guys came up with the list of GM candidates. But I'm curious, do you think that them being part of ownership doesn't, though, hold maybe more more sway than if it was somebody else? More sway in terms of what? In regards to, you know, when they make a recommendation on a player, you, like I know it just goes into the system like everyone else, but it's a, it, they're not anybody else. They're actually part of ownership. I, I do not think it holds any more sway. It, it, that has not been my experience here. I, I, li I listen to them, uh, but there are, there are many voices in this building, but the only two voices at the end of the day uh, that matter are the head coach and the general manager. They make the final determination. They listen to them because they recognize their evaluation skills, but there are other people in the building who have evaluation skills as well and who have voices as well, but they do not have undue influence on the final decisions that are made here. They absolutely do not. And also, how, how did you come up with the list for GM candidates and, and who's involved in that process? I mean, that's something that I, I, I've said this before. I'm always conscious of uh, personnel around the league. It's, I, I always keep a list um, 
of possible head coaches, possible uh, general managers. I look at it. I look at the successful teams uh, at, at what they're doing. I have a lot of people around the league that I that I talk to whose opinions uh, that I respect. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, Steve and I put together the list. Hey, John, I'm curious, is this your lowest moment in your associated station with the Giants? I mean, is, this, is this as embarrassed as you've been about the franchise? Honestly, I would have to say yes. Yes, it is. Um, I kept thinking during the season that uh, we had hit rock bottom and then each week it got a little worse. So, uh, honestly, I, I'm not proud of saying this, but if I'm going to be 100% honest, I would have to say the answer is yes. Pat Leonard, Daily News. Hey, John, how are you doing? Hey, Pat. Um, you, you say Chris doesn't have any authority, but he was only—he was one of only three people, along with yourself and Steve, interviewing your first GM candidate. And my question is about—you uh, know—do you think you, Chris, and other family members need to take a step back from the football operations and? dramatically change the way you operate on a daily basis in order to see this. Well, what we need to do is to hire the right general manager to oversee the football operations, and that's what this process is about. I mean, you make it sound like uh, we're having um, undue influence on the football operations here. I've, I've said this repeatedly. For, for whatever reason, um, you guys keep asking me about it. It's the general manager and the head coach uh, that are mo most important people in this building in terms of making personnel Decisions. Chris is in those interviews because he's part of ownership, and I value his opinion. Uh, I value I value his uh, his skills, and and I want him in there. At the end of the day, um, I'll listen to him, but it'll be Steve Tish and myself who make the final decision. We'll take two more. Zach Rosenblatt, Ralph Macchiano, Zach Rosenblatt. Uh, John, uh, in the past, you've admitted that you know there were some mistakes made in the 2018 and 2019 off seasons. Um, I'm, I'm curious if you regret bringing Dave back these last two years and, and why you felt it was the right decision to let him uh, close out the season as he was getting a head start on things. Well, I, listen, I thought that at the end of last season, you know, we finished 5-3. and three. I thought that the arrow was pointing up. I thought we were moving the right direction. Uh, I thought the, the communication, um, uh, you, you know, at that end of the building was good. And for whatever reason, things went uh, haywire this year. Everybody got hurt uh, between training camp and the early part of the season, and things just went downhill uh, from there. And we reached a point where I just think we need to to uh, to, to hit the reset button and um, and get a fresh start. And that's why we made the decision that we did. Rob Bacchiano, SN1. Hey, John. Um, and you said in the past that stability is always a goal for you and your franchise, which obviously hasn't been the case over the last few years. I'm wondering if you think that that will be a concern among the candidates for Coach NGM about just how much you really are willing to commit to their plan, and also if you feel like you need to force yourself to be a little bit more patient this time around and maybe endure the, the down parts a little bit better. I, I certainly think, Ralph, that it, it will be a factor that, that – um, some of these candidates uh, will consider. Um, and that's something that we're going to have to overcome in these interviews. In terms of forcing myself, you know, I wanted to do that very badly this year, but uh, I just didn't see any end in sight. I just thought that we had reached a point where um, I didn't see a clear path uh, 
to, to making significant progress and just thought, as I said before, that we needed to hit the reset button. Last one here, Carol Slater. Um, will, the, will the new general manager have full authority to hire whichever head coach he wants without any say from you? And will he have full authority to do whatever he wants with Daniel Jones without any say from you? He he will lead the, the general. The, he will lead the search for a head coach. But those decisions always are subject to final approval by ownership. Um, you know, in terms of, of Daniel or Saquon or anyone else you want to ask me, that's going to be, be between the general manager and the head coach. If I could quickly follow up to Zach's question that kind of flew under the radar, why did you let Dave Gellman retire instead of firing him later in the season to get a head start on the GM search? Well, it would not necessarily have given me a head start. The only people I would have been allowed to speak to would be people who are on the street right now. and. You know, quite frankly, my, our top candidates are people that, who are all employed right now. So it really would not have given us any advantage. And um, I didn't see any, any need to do that uh, earlier than, than when he announced his retirement. sports fans all over the world. Welcome to the Shakedown Show for the fans. By the fans, I'm your host, Shakes. And I'm rolling dolo for right now, but only for right now. We're um, running a little late, and so I gave y'all that little press conference to uh, get myself ready and prepared and, you know, get y'all whoever has been under a rock for the last week. Let y'all know what's going on, man. The, the 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 owner had to say about the GM and coaching and the GM coaching search, all that good shit. So I'm gonna talk about um, the updates on this GM search, some of these coaching uh, candidates, as well as. Um, Talk about what happened on the wild card weekend. I drew a blank for a second because I was focusing on something else. But anyway, on wild card weekend, we're going to speak about what happened, um, who won and lost, and all that, and look forward to um, and look into the future or look forward to divisional round matchups and, you know, predictions, shit like that. All types of crazy ass shit like that, you know. Sports shit is what we do on this shakedown. Now, my thing is, I had a favorite, and it was, um, Pioli, Scott Pioli, and my um, compadre LRP and a few other of my compadres were like Riddick, but none of those guys were um, candidates that I seen even get an interview, and now I think they're doing second interviews, and they're supposed to be naming their GM 
hopefully by the end of the week. So the guys that have the second interview is Joe Sean, Buffalo guy that seems like he's looking like the favorite right now. Then we got Ryan Poles. I spent some time in Carolina as well, so um, we're going to see. We're going to see what they decide, what they do. Um, as far as the head coaching, there's definitely um, some rumors circling and we should talk about. As far as, like, Harbor, it's a real thing, um, it's mutual interest on both sides, according to sources. There's mutual interest on both sides as far as um, Flores and DeBall, right? Those those guys' names are the hottest in the coaching corral, carousel, however you want to pronounce it, but in the carousel of coaches that could be our next head coach. So um, I'm really, I really want Harbaugh to be the next head coach, but I'm looking at these candidates and I don't know if Sean would do that. I don't know. I don't know if uh, if Poles would do that or um, I don't know. That's the only ones that got the second interview. So they the only ones that um, they at the top of the list right now. But um, Harbaugh name would uh, should be in the mix once they find their GM and all that. So. I don't know. I don't know which one would go after Harbor if that is the case. Um, I know that is the big fish that probably the Giants would want um, ownership. Uh, but, you know, it will be up to that GM, I would think. So it's a lot to talk about on that aspect. Um I think, like, somebody had brought it up, LRP, I believe. And he said, thinks the best uh, possible way for to get Harbaugh, which I thought would probably be Reddick, probably be Reddick. But then the more I think about it, what he said with uh, the guy from Baltimore, Ortiz, that would be a great connection there. And I'm kind of rooting for that. So Ortiz is my wild card. I've been saying that. I wanted Pioli, but if Pioli's not even on the list, then I think my guy is Ortiz being the favorite in that list. But, again, it looks like Sean has a little... Legs up on this competition. I don't know. We got Lou from New Jersey, man. What's going on, Lou? What, what you want right. to talk about? Yeah. Well, of course, 
being that Monday was, of course, uh, well, was of course, uh, Black Monday, you know, what coaches get, uh, stay on it, what coaches get the axe. Um, there, there was a lot of uh, controversy about Flores getting fired, though. I think I have to agree with it with, that he shouldn't have been fired. I mean, Miami's on the upswing, and I don't think he should have got fired, even though I'm not a Dolphins fan. But I say if they're going to have to stay on, then, then keep him. Hello? Yeah, I'm here, brother. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think, I think you know, there's some coaches that did not deserve to get fired. And I think that he was one of them. Yeah. Which one are you talking about who? Flores. Flores. What do you think yeah, about Flores? What's your, what's your opinion of him? Like, do you think he's a great coach and – would you like to see him in New York? I'd like to see anybody in New York. I mean, I think they're going to give Saul one more year, you know, but if he doesn't step up, I mean, he's going to be gone. So, you know, one more year because, you know, new co- new quarterback, new coach, new everything. Yeah, they want to give him a chance. but And they did improve from last season. I mean, five wins, even though it's not great numbers, but still an improvement. But – if it's anything, you know, next season, you know, this past season, that's not going to be enough. And I think a uh, new coach uh, will be in order. Now, if you're talking about Joe Judge, yeah, his time was due. Yeah, it was. Nothing. It was. And, you know, I don't – I'm not sure if it's um... – it's to his coaching or was it just a bad situation? But all in all, he had to go. Like, he lost that locker room, and they did not play for him at all. And the the play calling, the, the timeouts, mistakes, all that shit, like, you, you got a lot to learn, kid. You know what I mean? And... Yeah. Maybe in his next stint he'll be all right, but as far as this job, he had to go. And um, I, I think even they even tried to think about it, like, should we let him go? But once them pitchforks came out, it was a, it, it was already set in stone. I don't think they required done. much thinking. To be honest with you, I don't think they required much thinking at all. If it did, brother, you got some brain damage. That's what it was to me. It was like, should we fire him? Because it took two days too long for me. Because once the GM yeah. is gone, you know what I'm saying? Once the GM gone, I didn't understand that. Like, uh, how you going to keep the coach, too? Like, so you just going to tell the right. GM, okay, the, this the coach that you have to deal with? Like, no. You got to get rid of him. But two days later, y'all get rid of him? Y'all was thinking about it. Y'all was considering it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all did the pros and cons. And then the, the pitchforks was coming out from the fans, and they was like, nah, this dude got to go. And he and he, he's gone. There really wasn't much to think about. He didn't do anything for the team, so his time was up. But his time was up some time ago.
know, even though I felt like he should been fired and definitely gone, I'm still on the fence about it, like, to me. Well, it's not rocket science. Yeah, he did a lot of mistakes, and he ain't he ain't helped his cause a lot. But yeah. I'm not sure if I want to stamp him as not a guy that is uh, able to be a head coach yet. I think he was learning a lot on the on the, on the, um, on the fly. You know, this yeah. was his first go around. This was his first joint. So he made a lot of mistakes, man. But yeah, I know. You, you learn. I know. But you know, it's been five years, and this is not the way the Giants, you know, have have been. Now all of a sudden, he comes, goes in, and he, you know, just like you know, trashes up the trashes up the franchise. I think you could say that. All right, so what do you think about um, what your Jets going, what you want your Jets to do in this offseason, man? There's, there's a lot of stuff they got to work on. You know, they have to, they got to work on that, they got to work on that, uh, that defense. It was, it was poor. They made a lot of mistakes. I mean, rookie quarterbacks do make a lot of mistakes, of course. No, no question about that, but they really have to work on you know, he really has to work on his on himself. Otherwise, he's going to end up like our last quarterback. And we know where that went. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely got to do right by him. I think, um, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, Too much yeah, I do though. need That's a defense. Yeah, defense is... Uh, and then um, I think y'all have to work on that line as well, like try to build like a brick wall around him. Because yeah. I, I think he has the weapons, and then you have a running back um, and, and Michael Carter that I feel is going to be great going forward. So to me, I think I think y'all are kind of in the same boat or opposite as us as far as we need that line, but we also need um, offense. And as far as y'all, y'all, y'all need that defense. Yeah. I was just bringing something very interesting here. Mm-hmm. I was just bringing something very interesting. Now, you might, well, you might not find very interesting, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, you know the Olympics coming up. They're having the uh, teams qualify and get this. The legend of Cool Runnings lose on because the Jamaican bobsled team made the Olympics. I mean, bobsled. <laughs> the legend of yeah. Cool Runnings lives on. Uh, cool Runnings part two. You know what bobsled? No case bobsled. Uh huh. Sanka, yeah. are you dead, man? Yes, man. I played. I played very Olympic today. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> No doubt. That's man. like an Alaskan pipeline. That's like an Alaskan pipeline serving team making the summer games. Yeah, right. <laughs> that'll never happen. I would pay to see it though. If that did happen though. I pay to see it. <laughs> no as doubt, dumb man. as it may sound, as dumb as it may sound, I pay to see it. So we go so, you know, you know. I just don't see what. I don't see how they would try to have the Olympics on the Super Bowl on the same day. Yeah, I know. If because the if because the Super Bowl, I mean the football season, you know, extended schedule by a week, and that would cause a conflict. But still, I don't think that was a smart idea. 
I mean, if you want to do it during the week of the Pro Bowl, yeah, fine, because nobody really cares about that. But you're going on the same day as the Super Bowl. The only reason why I think I have is because they're on the same network. But still, probably not the best idea. Yeah, probably not. Kind of <laughs> Probably not. But, uh, switching gears, kind of. Yes. Talking about this uh, wild card weekend, man. Um, any game yeah. that you felt interesting this past weekend? Let's just say that one game I felt very dis- very disgusted by the outcome of the 49ers Cowboys game because I think we got screwed in the last second. Believe me, we got screwed. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Come on, we were gonna come on, we were gonna step and spike the ball, and they called and they called zero. No, I don't think so. I think. To be honest with you, I think there was still one second left. Yeah, they had to touch no, the ball. No, I, I think I think something went wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's Let's funny. see the quote. To quote the commercial, we've been robbed. Oh yeah. And we were. Funny. I I I know I was just confused. Like, what, what's going on here? But... Yeah, a lot of people felt the same way. I no was doubt. not surprised though at the at the at the game last night though. I mean, I think to be honest, the Rams had the Cardinals number all along. I wasn't surprised with that whatsoever. Cardinals look looked very weak in the last uh, month and a half of the season, and I didn't think they were going to pull it off. And I was right. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty so interesting. That didn't surprise me at all. That was a pretty interesting game. I thought the Cardinals was better than that. Um, and I well, thought it was going to be a game yes. tonight. I even thought that the the Cardinals were probably going to even win that game. But um, you're right. Um, the last month of the season, they they really wasn't good ball. Um, and I always say, you when you go into the playoffs, you gotta have three things, man. You gotta have a defense, you gotta have a running game, and you gotta have the big M in momentum. And they didn't yeah. have that, um, and it shows. And now they out. Uh, they was pretty hurt, pretty banged up, COVID, all types of things, and kind of uh, derailed their well, season. Yeah, so but you know, I don't know. Not to say to say, but not to say it's to be uh, you know, uh, means for anything. But we can't use COVID as an excuse either to lose games. Oh man, I mean everybody dealt with them, so you know, it's just yeah, but just everybody the way it the same is. Thing. Yeah, it's just the way it is, man. I mean, yeah. but oh, it just uh, it affects people. It affects teams differently, especially the players. So, I mean, hey, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is what it is, though. You know that that's you have fifty three uh, man roster for that reason. That next man is supposed to step up and, and keep the train rolling. So, you know, that's the idea. It is what it is, man. Um, talking about these mm-hmm. games, uh, the first game we. Uh, we had the Cincinnati Bengals taking out the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, twenty-six to nineteen. I was going for the Raiders, I, to be honest. Yeah, I thought the Raiders was going to take this one. To be honest Excuse with me. you, um, I thought the Bengals was going to choke. I really did thought that they was going to choke um, as, as they usually do, but um, no. Yeah. Uh, they showing that this is a whole new uh, generation Bengals, and they they are for real, so yeah. they're moving on. To the division round. I mean, we haven't seen anything with the Bengals like this since the late 80s. Well, I. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, man. The last time I, they were this good, they were playing the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I don't remember them being like this. And then, like, well, I'm always, I even loved the years where they had um, Ocho Senko and Carson Palmer and T.J. Hoosman's yeah. You know, I, I even like I'll that. Palmer. Those I'll part, give Carson but, Palmer. But this, this ain't it. This is this is this is way better. Three point oh, four point oh, whatever you want to call it. These bangers is looking like they for real. All right. And so the next matchup we had this divisional uh, matchup, man. This little rivalry that they brewing over here with New England and Buffalo at home. Buffalo at home put this bang thing whoop smack. Mm-mm-mm. I'm can't believe they did him like that. Damn, Belichick, you went out like that. Forty-seven to seventeen, Buffalo Bills took out the New England Patriots. I didn't Patriots. that at all. I did not um, expect that at all. Oh nah, man, because I mean, like not Belichick. Like if anything, you know, it would go down to a set, uh, last-minute field goal or something. You probably beat him that way, but just. Bank them like that, 47-17 to 17, to get them up out of there. Yeah, that was pretty shocking to me. Yeah. All right. So, next matchup um, we got is Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Philadelphia Eagles, which Tampa Bay took this one 31 to 31-15. Yeah, that was I'm good. I'm not at all. I knew that Philadelphia Eagles was baked chicken. I've been saying that shit all week long, and sure enough, they were baked chicken. They tried to make it a little game at the um at the end, but it was over. It's over, man. It's over before it began. All right, so Tampa Bay is definitely moving on. We the next matchup was um San Francisco. Squeaking it out against the Dallas Cowboys, twenty-three to seventeen. Like boy said it, you know what I mean? Dallas had the ball the last drive, and they was all the way down to the, like the thirty or something like that, twenty something. They was there, but um, the the, the dude had the uh, the referee had to touch the ball, and and then the time ran out, all types of shit. It was just crazy, man. What a way to lose a game. San Francisco, man. It always seems like San Francisco always has those lucky-ass, uh, crazy-ass wins that you'd be like, man, they weren't even supposed to win that shit. I know, I know we had yeah. one. So, that's San Fran, man. They moving on. And then um, we got uh, Kansas City. Kansas City Chiefs putting the bang thing, whoop, smack. Kind of knew that they was going to do them like that, too, with Pittsburgh. Big Ben is pretty much old. This probably was his last uh, game, um, his last hurrah. Uh, Shout-outs to him for a great career. Yeah. But he's not better than Eli Manning, in my, in my um, humble opinion. But it's all yeah, good. Um, definitely Hall of Famer and um, better than Phillip Rivers, you know what I mean, to me. So shout-out to um, Big Ben on his wonderful career, but shout-outs to Mahomes and them for putting that bang thing, whoop, smack, get them up out of there. Had to do them like that. All right? Yeah. And then um, the last match, as we already discussed, uh, the L.A. Rams put the bang thing, whoop, smack, had to do them like that to the Cardinals, 34-11. to 11. Like, wow. I mean. That is crazy. No surprise. No surprise. I expect 
better game than that, man. I really did, man. But no, I wouldn't be surprised. That's how the cookie crumbles. Alright, so now <laughs> now we got the division matchups. And um previewing that we got this. So the first matchup on Saturday. I think what we got two matches on Saturday, two matches what on Sunday. What do you think of Stafford's performance, though, before I say anything about Stafford's performance? I think his first playoff win. Is it his first playoff win? Yes, yes, it is. Don't forget, he was on a sucky-ass team, though, before that. Yeah, in Detroit, I mean, but. Yeah. That's, that's surprising that is his first win, though. Um, yeah, first but, playoff win. Yeah, that's yeah, it's two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Um, the first game is at 4.30 Eastern time. You got the Cincinnati Bengals at Tennessee Titans. Ooh, man, what a game. What a game. Yeah, I think the Titans going to have to work on them. But, yeah, that's going to be a game, man. I don't know. And then the, uh, the, the second game will be the San Francisco 49ers going against the Green Bay Packers. At Green Packers. Bay, and that is at eight fifteen Eastern Time. Uh, I really don't care who wins this game. I don't want either one of them to win. But I guess I'll go with the Packers, man. I mean, yeah, fuck, fuck San Fran. But damn, I fuck Green Bay too. I don't know, but fuck them. Anyway, and then we got Sunday. At 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, we got L.A. Rams at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh, that's going to be a great one as well. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Bucks one more time. Last game will be at 6.30 Eastern Time on CBS. Buffalo Bills at Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. These games are pretty damn good, if I might say so myself. Pretty interesting. I can't wait to see these games. Um, definitely the first game, Cincinnati Bengals going against Tennessee. That's a great way to start it off for me. I will definitely be glued and watching to see what is going on and what happens here. We also got one of my co-hosts with me. We got LRP out in Houston. What's going on? Well, of course, I have to split anyway, so uh, good night. But thank you. Peace, God. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you right. real good. What's going on? And shit. Peace out, Lou. Yeah, Lou gone. Was it something I said? <laughs> Just playing. Yeah, well, we just talked about the uh, wild card weekend, divisional matchups going on. And, of course, I already talked about the coaching carousel and all that. So, I mean, what you thinking about a uh, wild card? They're going Rams and Cardinals game on Sunday night, man. They should have put that Chiefs and Steelers. That should have been the first game on Saturday. They fucked up everybody's swung sway. That's what the hell it was. That's why they lost. 
Messed up everybody's feng shui. <laughs> but, um, wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait. Dude, I was expecting a uh, a classic last night. Turned out to be not a classic. <laughs> Clever and funny to say about that, but um, it really made me forget about the other games. I think there was one good game, actually. Was there? No. All of them were blowouts, weren't it? Pretty I much, think, except uh, for the Alice and San Fran. Yeah, yeah, that's what. How could I forget about that? How could I forget about that one? Oh, man, that was the highlight of my whole weekend. How did I forget about Dallas? Hell, constantly putting them boys at the top of the list like they were going to do something. And yet they're home again. One of these. Yeah, I mean, I was a little confused on the ending. I'm like, I know that they were like, all right, well, the referee had to touch the ball and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, once this shit hit 0 0, and I'm like, that's it? Like, for real, they going to end it like that? And then, like, you know, that little, the the Grinch, how he smiles and it's like, you know the lines just you know keep coming. It just like every like every time he smiles, like you get a different line. Like that's how I felt, bro. Like it's like yes, they lost. Yeah, I had that. I had that same um, feel too. I'm glad they. I'm glad they lost. That was crazy though. You know what though? I get. I get that Dak should have handed him the ball, should have handed the ref the ball. I, I get that. I get the rule that the official has to set the ball, okay? Fine, whatever. But I don't know, man. That shit that he did, he all he did was touch it and put the shit right back down. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's... You're doing too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just seemed like a... Right. Then the, in the game like that, though, wow. Oh, shit. Like, how can you huh? end the game that way, though? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, if I'm a Cowboy like, fan, and I mean, I don't I don't feel... I don't feel no sorry for them. You know what I mean? No sorrow. They be getting all types of shit. But, you know what I'm saying? My thing is... <laughs> Still, if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm like, seriously? And then to even think about it and even deeper, being a giant, I mean, a Cowboy fan, we ain't win nothing in 30 years. We ain't win a chip in 30 years. And this is how this is how it ends off again? Mm-mm. Right. I'll be sick oh, as a Cowboy fan. Cool. I'll be ready. And just like they are right now, uh, McCarthy should uh, be fired. Um, they 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 try and put in uh Kellen Moore and all types of shit. It's it's going crazy in Dallas. I'm telling you, and it should be, it should be because that that was that was crazy. That was that was ridiculous, man. For you to lose that way and your season is over like that, mm, terrible, just terrible. Just terrible. But they should not fire McCarthy. That's what they should keep he, he should go. He should go. Fuck him. But um, 
I mean, with the fear of it not being the Ravens, but I don't think it would because I, I know these two are different. But uh, Ken, but different. However, I mean, reminiscent of a 49ers team, you know, and a Michigan defense. Now, granted, offense wasn't, wasn't all the way there, but I think that was because of recruiting. But, um, yeah, man, I can't. I'm just excited. I hope we find out soon. Yeah. Now, some things is going on with these um, rumors. So I just want to, um, if you did not hear, I just want the people to know that if they don't know about these rumors, we do got a co-host that's waiting to get on. I'm going to let you on in a second, bro. But um, real quick, uh, they said if Flores is the guy that we end up having. Flores does want Watson to be his quarterback. No questions asked. It's going to be a package deal. If you get Flores, you get Deshaun Watson, is what the rumors are saying. Also, in rumor mill, that Harbaugh may may get an extension in Michigan. And they said it would take a godfather-type deal for him to get out of Michigan. But the New York Giants apparently is the destination that intrigues him the most. Also, (laughs) also in rumor mill, if Joe Schoen is hired, which he's looking as the favorite right now, as the new GM for the New York Football Giants. If he is hired, the guy that's supposed to be the favorite for the head coaching job will be the bowl, his guy from Buffalo. He will be bringing his dude with him. So these are the rumors that are going on in our search for a new GM, new head coach. And I love the names that are being brought out there. But again, my favorite is the Hortiz Harbaugh situation. If we can do that, I think we're cooking with, with grease here. But I can't be mad at Sean and the ball. I, I, I can't be mad at um, uh, Flores coming in here and bringing in Watson. I, I, man, listen, man, all these things are sounding very, very good and attractive to me. We got Black Freezy with us. What's going on? Peace, God. Peace, God. You, you. Peace, peace, God. Peace to the king. Peace to God. Peace to earth. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's happening? Everything is everything. We're just um, finished talking about the wild card weekend, getting ready for the divisional round or whatever. But now we was on to... um. This GM search and this head coaching search and the rumors that circling around and um, I'm not sure if you heard everything that I had to say, but uh, yeah, man, what are you thinking? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Flores and all of them. I like all that combination, man. I like all of that. I like the Sheen. You know what I'm saying? That's that stronghold right there. And with the Buffalo favorites right now, I think that's where they're gonna go. Um, me personally, I think he got a second energy if I understand it correctly. Um, 
And I don't think they're ready for us yet, man. I don't the first think one, yeah. For this first one with a second interview. Go soon. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, um, Sean is the first one with the second interview, and then they um they give him Ryan Poles another second interview. Um, he's right at the show. Ooh, so. I like that too. I like that too. Those boys up there banging. They like the Buffalo contingency. I'm telling you, man. Uh, but uh, Poles is from Kansas City, right? Um, yep. Yep. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. This is a this is a true true uh, church, man. I like this outside of the building. So, um, but I think they looking at. I think they like what Buffalo doing over there. I think they just gonna try to get that contingency and that type of uh, audience back. I think that's what they want back in the building. That blue uh, collar. Yeah, I like it, man. Um, like I was about to say, I don't think they're ready for the Aboriginals yet. They're not ready for the Flores and Watson combination, but somebody is. Somebody's ready for it. Um, but uh, shout out to Brian Flores, man. I, I understand the plight. He won a little bit more than his record is showing and his uh, tenure is showing as a head coach and as a winner. But, uh, son, you're going to have to sit back and, and you know and deal with it. You know, and and if uh, New York's willing to do that, that's great. And then if we're if we're willing to go Baltimore, for some reason, every time I think in my mind, if we go Baltimore uh, contingency, those those two, um, I think we get my son. I think we get some Willers in here, man. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, mm. I like it, man. Amen to that. Amen to that at all. Well, yeah. Interesting, but if you do get, you know what I mean, I'm not mad at the Woods, but I would would still be on that Russell Wilson, because, like, think about it, man. You got motherfucking, uh, you got Ortiz DM, you got Harbaugh head coach, and then that quarterback would be Russell Wilson. Like, oh, my God. That's winning formula right there. You know, winning formula right there. I get it. I get it. I think, me personally, I want to go, I don't want to go there because I think those are win now formula. I don't want to go with that shit. I want to go with the build now formula. You know what I mean? We're already strapped. We don't need to be losing anything, period. I think everything we have, we need to go forward with and try to establish a winning team. Yeah, that cat. After everything, it's thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars, thousands, thousands, thousands. To me, I think you get the head coach right, and you get the fucking quarterback, and I believe you could be a contender. So that's why I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm, a, I mean, I'm, I'm good now. I just need to get a, a quarterback in this motherfucker. And fix that line, and I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, good. I'm with black. I'm with black too, man. I mean, I, it would be nice for Watson and Wilson, but the conversation I don't like is Houston is being very, very belligerent with their. And no, um, I'm I, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. When you can start off with a young guy. Still replacing Daniel Jones. You got three guys that are coming out that are, I think going to be awesome. You know what I'm saying? I really do. Willis, Pickett, 
Ritter. And you give a hardball, a, a young, you know what I mean, young wolf to be able to grow with, a team could be as equally as dangerous and dope without danger. And that's blasphemy to think, but build now, not win now. Rebuild. Get you a, a guy that's going to be there. Now, they say, you know, with Russell Wilson's etiquette and his lifestyle, the way he treats himself, hey, <clears throat> you know, he could be playing for another five seconds. You know, so, but it's cold up there, but it's cold as yeah. I'm just going to end it there, yeah. I'm, I'm with no, no, you good. And, I, um, I was just I wasn't thinking about and I'm I'm just not on the rebuild. I'm tired. I'm not I'm not with it. I'm on the build on. I'm not on the rebuild. I'm on the chance to rebuild. We finally get a chance to actually rebuild. Like we finally get it. Everything was I was saying, Oh no, we rebuilding, no we oh no, we retooling. Alright, we lost Eli, we rebuilding, no, we retooling. No, nigga, we rebuilding, man. It's time. The foundation tore up. Everything tore up. Nobody hold on to Jerry Jones, please. Everything tow up. The building ground up. So when this new GM comes in, God, please bless us. I mean, when he comes in, hopefully he chooses the right guy for him, meaning his head coach. And then we sequester the play. You know what I mean? But we got to get that right first. We have never gotten that combination right since Coughlin. So we got to get this right, man. It's the roster and the me. I don't think you touch the defense. I mean, you probably add on to it. You know what I mean? But the defense is fine. Um, wide receiving core is fine, even though they fucking injury prone as hell. So you got to make sure you have seven of them motherfuckers. But um, the running game is great. The the um, You know, like I said, we need a quarterback. We got tight ends. You know what I'm saying? So to me... I'm like, bro, just build a pawn. Just build a pawn, and we good. It was Judge, Gettleman, all that dumbass shit holding us back. But it's still a great roster. It's still a great yeah. roster. That's the reality about that. Is hopefully whoever comes in to see that. You know what I mean? Because they still going to bring somebody in. They're going to have their thing. They're going to have their thing. again. Everything is gonna get molded and shaped again. That's why I don't want to. I don't want Danny Jones. I don't want none of that again. I don't want him to go through a fourth, fifth dude again. I want brand new people in here, brand new fresh, smelling it, right? So we got the players. I think we got the players intact as far as the core of the roster. Now we just need somebody to come in and be able to see that and put these people in the right action. You know what I'm saying? In the right area exactly. To exactly. 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 Now, it is quite possible that a hard boss rolls with the Daniel Jones. It's quite possible. Nah, you know man. Saying? Daniel Jones done here, bro. He's yeah. done here, I'm bro. Just, well, he's I'm, at the best to. right now. You got to sit here and trade and get some value for this man at this point to me. Only, all I was alluding to is as far as drafting a rookie to have an actual quarterback competition with a new regime and the best man win. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I don't think uh, you're going to get in for Jones. Go. Got to go. 
He need a fresh start. So do we. You get Pickett and let him go. Get Willis, let him go. And Ritter have a real quarterback competition. Best man wins. You believe in the coach, especially if it's a Flores with the bowl or a hardball. Either one of those three. I will trust in their decision. I want Russ. And you know what? I'm not even, I'm not opposed to pick it. But I'm not, I don't know if I'm sold on Willis. What you talking about, Willis? Yeah, I mean, you know. I, 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 get, I got that Haskin vibe, bro. I really do. I got that Haskin vibe with him. Like, I know I, I wasn't feeling Haskins neither. And now I'm just, I'm, I'm just not feeling this kid, bro. What's happening, man? You gonna see in the senior bowl, man? You know, it's all right. I, yeah, that's yeah, definitely, that's I definitely can change my mind. That definitely can change my mind. Oh, you know, I have seen quarterbacks in the senior bowl that made me be yeah, like. Like Herbert, That's man. why, you know, I, I ain't... I love Herbert after the same bowl. That's it. He's it. Get ignorant. Like everybody else, but I got a lot of kids sitting to come up and get ignorant. You the chosen one, I'm going to tell you right now, stop it, bro. I got the... I got the receipt. Stop, bro. You were trying to nap nap already. Man. You said you were going to change the narrative. You said, you, you know, you were going to change the narrative on me. Nobody needs to do this to you no more. You net napping already. As soon as the national championship comes, all of a sudden, it's in a car. You napping? <laughs> Kid, you from that town? <laughs> you from that town, son? For real, yo. That's what that man do. Talk about who's the pencil, nigga. I don't even write pencil. It's been a long season, bro. Like, it's it's been a long ass season. You may have, it's also funny too, because no, I mean we don't I wait record, for we the game. We don't wait for the for the prime time game to announce kids. You know, what I mean we've been chopping it up on the messaging for all year. Exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. My fuck that's like week one, week two. I'm like, oh, look at this nigga. And then, exactly. yeah, I mean, and I knew that was what's going to happen. I knew that's what was going to happen. We're into championship time, bowl time. Oh, no, yo, you see him? That's my son. Like, no, bro. I done said this in week two, bro. I done told y'all about this kid. Y'all weren't listening, bro. Y'all just, just brush me on by. Like, no, bro. I try to tell you. Especially Kenneth Walker, like, bro, what is your problem, bro? Like, I was, yo, I was on it, bro. Like, yo, did y'all see this? Then he gonna come back seven, six weeks later, talking about some, Jerry, that's my son right there. No, bro. No, bro. I've been saying this all year long. As a matter of fact, I done repeated it four or five times on the show. Go back, bro. Go back. But, yeah, man, it's always fun to banter with this guy with his kidnapping shit. But, man, Black Freezy, 
got to get it right, man. From these names, it looks like we're going to get it right. We got a caller here, man. We gonna, I'm going to bring in the caller. We got Lieutenant Ivan with us. What's going on, Ivan? What's going on, fellas? What it do, man? I know you know about all the rumor mill and all that, so yeah. tell me what you about what's going on. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's looking like the room, the rumor cycle, you know, is saying that, you know, my, my man from Buffalo in pole position, he going to get the job. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, Giants media floating it out there to see what the feedback is because best believe Giants got media on payroll. Um, so I don't know if that's what it is, but I mean, I think, you know, everything, I, you know, I look for content on this dude and everything I find. I'm impressed. So while he wasn't number one on my list, I mean, I'm going to be happy if they hire him. You know, he's, he's a very impressive guy. Um, and, uh, so are you, you know, let me ask it, you, um, yeah, go ahead. on that note, though, on that note, just hold, hold whatever, whatever else you was going to say. But on that note, um, Sean coming and having a package deal, bringing the bowl with him, what you, you like in that combination right there? Uh, you know, I don't know. I just need being honest, you know. Um, can this guy transition to be a head coach? I don't know. And then who going to be his OC, you know. I, I think that's critical, you know, um, it, because if he comes in there as first-time head coach, tries to have the playbook, and he wants to dominate that side, um, you know, it, it could get sideways on him. Um, of course, you know, he's going to implement his playbook, his beliefs, right, but, you know, that OC got to be on the same page with him. If it is him, to me, that's just, that's just critical. So um, no shortage of defensive coordinators that are going to be out there available. I mean, they'd be dumb if they miss, you know. And, and as much as, um, you know, uh, we had a, 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 a very good defensive coordinator in Graham, you know, they're just not going to do it. You know, it's just the, the politics of the league is not going to allow that. You know, they're just not going to do it. Um, so... But there's a lot of good guys out there. But I, I don't know about him. I, I really don't, you know. So I don't really want to jump out there and say, oh, it's a terrible idea. He wouldn't be my ideal choice, but that's more so because I don't know, you know, um, about him as a head coach. It's unknown to me. But um, if I go back, you know, I think my man is, is – I think he's very, very, um, you know, um, I think he's a real bright guy, man. And if, and if that's who he wants to bring, then I got to trust him, right? You know, I, I would hope that he's doing it, not because that guy was with him in Buffalo, but because he believes in that guy, you know, in that position. So I, I'll trust him until he gives me reason not to. But I, you know what? If it is him and, and, and then both sides are enamored with each other and they feel this is the guy and, and they've confirmed it and they had him in there all day today, you know, I, I get it. You want to bring these other guys for a second interview. Pull the trigger, right? Pull the trigger. Um, you, you you know, it's not like last time. You interviewed nine men. Last time it was a farce. So you interviewed nine men already. Um, I know they got to interview tomorrow, the second interview. So, and, you know, they're probably going to complete that. And I, I do believe, they haven't been reported yet, but I, I got to believe that Either um, Hortiz and Adams are both going to get a second interview, or at least one of them. I, I gotta believe that, you know. Um, so I, I don't think they're done. Hortiz does, <clears throat> Hortiz does get a second interview. Hasn't happened yet, but yeah. 
I heard yeah. that too. Yeah. That he they are going to give him a second one, which that's who I want. Yeah, no, and, and I'm right there with you. But once again, you know, and I saw some John fans, and they starting to, you know, take the sides and dig at people. I, I'm not going to do that. You know, as much as I want Ortiz, you know, I do want Ortiz, you know. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to knock this because, man, he, he, he's brilliant, you know. And I think Ortiz is too, and, and everything I've seen and heard from him, I love it. Um, they, they, they got the they pedigree. They yeah, can't so go wrong. I, I love all the the whole list, man. Yeah, just, now, just, yeah. Now, to to me though, yeah, I want I want to see them come in there into the opening press conference, man, and and bring a bring a damn a big ass garbage truck and come in there with a bunch of trash bags, and and when the media say, "What you doing? You supposed to come here and do your press conference, man?" He said, "I'm coming here to take out the trash, man. I ain't coming here to play with y'all. You know, I, I'm taking out the trash day one." You know, I, I would love it. You know, it ain't never going to happen. But, man, get the trash out of there. Clean house. I'm sorry. I know I know there's fans out there that got allegiance to certain dudes. This team is going to look different, I promise you. They won't be able to do it all year one. But by the second offseason, you're going to see at least a 60% turnover on the roster. I promise you. And another thing I'm going to say, and like I said, I don't know who the coach going to be. Um I'm really, really, really starting to like Malik Willis as a quarterback. You know, I, I hope that, you know, of course the Giants are going to do their homework. Um, yeah. I, I hope they feel the same way because if, if 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 we were to go in there with a new GM, he bringing his people, a new head coach, and a new quarterback, Man, I'm going to be – I'm going to feel alive again as a Giants fan all the way. I'm already getting it. But, man, you ain't going to be able to knock me off the cloud I'm going to be on. Now, if it fell, I'm going to let them know it fell, you know, and, and I'm going to speak on it. But going into it, oh, man, man, I'm, I'm going into it feeling real good. That's what I'm hopeful for, that they finally don't hold themselves back from making a decision on a guy because of some, you know, whatever. And I think reason a lot of that times, especially in recent years, it's eluded them because the owner's values and thought process mimic the GM. And we both are on the same page. But make, I hope that with this hire of GM and head coach, that they will look at all players, all players. And that's the aim. I ain't going to say no further than that. They don't need to be said. But just look at all players and see how you can win games with those guys that you like. Hopefully we get to finally see it. A starting one, not a backup. And can I say this one thing, too? I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this, right? And, and I, I go back to what I said, right, the Giants and their media that they got in their pocket. Man, the, the the hit job that Dave Gettleman did on Odell Beckham Jr. and the media that they deployed was disgraceful. And I never got on board. I never fed in. And the fans, they just killed that man. And I said it then, and I say it now. There was nobody on that roster short of Eli Manning who wanted to win more than Odell. It bothered him. It hurt him. You know, I got I got a, a boy that's a Dallas uh, Cowboys fan. His uh, his cousin played for the uh, Detroit Lions, and he said 
he never knew until he was in the league how many guys don't really care about winning and losing. They care about how many snaps they're going to play, you know, um, about their money, about what they're going to go do. And he said it just blew him away how many dudes in the league, they don't really care about winning and losing. And it's something he told me I didn't even know was a thing. These players, um, not only do they get their regular salary and whatever bonuses they get, but they get paid a check at the end of the season per snap that they play. So they'll be on the sideline or before the game, Coach, how many plays you got me for today? And doing their own calculations to know uh, what it is, and depending on where you was drafted, you know, determines um, what that could be. That could be $200 a play, could be $400 a play, could be $100 a play. depends on where you were drafted, right? And, um, man, that blew my mind, you know, just, just hearing that. You know, and Odell, he had the money. He came in there a high draft pick. He wanted to win. That's all he wanted. And the Giants was not giving him the opportunity to win. They shipped him off to Cleveland to die, you know, with Baker, Faker, Mayfield, that bum. You know what I'm saying? I'll take Danny Jones over that bum. And, and, and they tried to end his career. And I'm glad that Odell Beckham Sr. stood up and spoke out for his son in the same way that Eli's dad spoke out for him, you know? And people was hating on Odell Beckham, you know, senior. He spoke out for his son the same way these other dudes spoke out for their kids. You know, and, and I'm just glad that that dude is with the Rams and he's shining and he's doing his thing because I never doubted that brother, man. And I'm just so happy because when I see him out there and I see him happy out there, man, it's genuine. That dude just wants to win. That's all he ever wanted. And I'm just glad to see it. And Dave Gettleman, take that. That's another L for you. I can't stand that dude for doing that, man. I, I hate him forever. I hate him forever. And I'm happy for him, too, but God damn it. God damn it, man. That shit hurt, man. I'm telling you, straight Dear John letter when I saw that shit green years ago. And I found out what this motherfucker did, man. When he got the chance to retire. That's that bullshit, bro. I'm fucking oh, yeah. Vehemently angry when, 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 at when that journey, forever. Right, we definitely going to see it with uh, Evan Ingram. Well, we might see it with Saquon, too. We're going on and just doing great. Because we just mishandled these, these situations. And he's like, Say that, man. Stop the bottom. That dude, and he hit the same play last night, too. Same play that, that he did with Barkley, man. I'm like, how do you, how do you get rid of that? You saw what it was going to be. How the hell you get rid of that? You ruined everything. He ruined everything. You ruined the kid. Put eight people in the goddamn nine people in the box for forever. And nobody worried about Schematically, it was dumb. And then he come out there and say it was a football decision. No, it wasn't. This shit had nothing to do with football. Because if it did, he still would be in blue. No, I, well, and another thing that fan, and, and another thing that fans would say that would drive me crazy, you know, it was this thought and this belief out there. And I don't, you know what? Maybe at one time I was naive enough to think this way too. Ten years ago, fifteen years ago, but as you get older, you should evolve. You should look at things from a different perspective. You should be able to take a step back and look at it, you know. And people say he should have been happy. He had just got paid. Shut up in color. You know what I'm saying? Shut up in color, Odell. How dare you? How dare you? You are lucky that we blessing you with this money. You should take it and say thank you, boss. 
you know, and shut up and not say nothing. No, he was a focal point of the roster. He wanted them to win. He wanted to speak his mind. The roster was going down the shitter. You know what I'm saying? And he saw it. He saw so many things on that team before anybody else saw it. And he just wanted them to win. I can only imagine how he felt in that locker room as they would lose games and he'd be frustrated and upset about losing. And other people probably like, hey, man, what you about to get into? Hey, yeah, you know, we about to – and he probably hated that, man. He just wanted to win. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, it's unfortunate because he should have stayed a giant. He should have been on the next contract. He should have retired as a giant. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, people got to stop with this. Athletes need to just shut up and color, man. Stop that. They have a voice. They should be able to speak their mind. I ain't saying go crazy. You know, I ain't saying go A, B and take your clothes off and get butt naked on the field. You know, I ain't saying do that. You know, but they got to be able to speak their mind. You know, there's a lot of brilliant dudes in the league, man, that's playing in all sports. Look at LeBron, man. That dude is more than a basketball player. That dude, it, you know, his book ain't even halfway written. You know what I'm saying? And what he going to do when he when he step off that court? What he doing now? You know, like, people got to stop, man. Like, you know, oh, these players can't have an opinion, whether it be politics, what's going on in the world, or how rosters should be constructed, or how salaries are done, or the way that the deals are set up with the league and the TV deals. Man, they, they have a right, and they've earned that. They're a part of it. If, 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 not, if, if no dumb, no league. So people got to stop that, man. These dudes get on a team, you know, it, it, there's a certain way of doing it. I don't think he ever said anything out of bounds. I don't. He didn't go crazy and say just out of, you know, just talk completely out of school and say no crazy nonsense. He never did that. People need to go back and re rewatch the tapes, man, because the media just put this out there in, in, in the atmosphere and certain fans gravitated to it. They fed into it and they took it as gospel. They villainized kid because of that fight and uh, didn't help. I forgot his name now. You know what I'm saying? How insignificant that shit was. I forgot the other two of year few that they had. But and, you know they vilified they vilified that kid because he didn't behave like them and want and you know own prejudices that they have on how people should act. This is crazy. Absolutely shameful. It's ridiculous. Same thing they're doing to Watson right now. They ain't got nothing on this kid. HPD ain't got nothing. This is a sham, bro, because the owner is in the back pocket and got all these people, and they gave them all that money, and they want that money back. So they're going to hold up his career. Until yeah, don't get, me start, don't get me started on that, man. The hit job done on that young brother, man. I, I, I sincerely hope I get to see him one day hoisting up a trophy or doing whatever he want to do, man, because, man, the, the number they doing on him, and it all correlated with, with, you know, when you got in the weeds with the story, the person who broke it or the lawyer had ties to the um to the Texans, the one that brung this, you know, and, and it just happened to coincide with him wanting to get out of there and wanting to get traded because that franchise was dysfunctional. Um, and they got upset, man. Like, it, it's a shame, man, because Watson is one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. And to see him right now not being able to play, 
um, doing, you know, prime years of his career, man. It man makes me sick, man. Yeah, I, I really hope that brother gets to step on that field next year. I, I'll be happy if it's for us, or you won't be able to tell me nothing next year. Somebody say something about my Johns, I'm walking around slapping people. You ain't going to be able to tell me nothing, that man suiting up for the Johns. We were talking about that earlier. Um, the perfect segue, because uh, I'm pretty sure Shakes was going to jump in and ask your thoughts on that. Because we were um, talking about what Russell Wilson and uh, Watson, as far as uh, at first opposed to rather picking a um, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, man, listen, man, Russell Wilson. I spoke on him in that space, man. I know some of you guys was in there, and I was going back and forth with, with, a, um, with a guy in there, man, and to me, he was just talking crazy, man. You know, who was watching the game last night and said, Stafford, man, that dude ain't got that much left in the tank. He ain't got that much left in the tank. You know, he, two years, he done. Nobody's saying that. They the same age. They 33, just turned 33 in November, the end of November. Russell Wilson got a whole chapter in his career left. And I'm going to tell you this right now, right, for all the people saying, oh, yeah, he ain't. No, that'd be a bad decision, you know. Um, when he out there, and hopefully on another team, because that Seattle situation is not good for him, and he out there and, and, and he's in the conversation for the MVP award, as he normally is when he's healthy. He may have not won it, but he's in the damn conversation. Um, when he's doing that, people are going to feel dumb saying that this dude, you know, ain't got nothing left. He instantly, you talk about culture and they talk all that nonsense, this is how you change the culture. You put Russell Wilson as the, as, as the anchor of your franchise, as the face of your franchise at quarterback. You want to talk about everything you can ask for in the quarterback? He's got it. And I'm sorry, I don't like to take it there. The only thing he ain't is white. If he was white, oh, my God. You know, Mary might give one of his grandkids for him. Yeah, I'm just speaking the truth here, man. I'm speaking the truth, nah, man. And whoever don't be, like it, don't like crazy. it. You know what I mean? But it's the truth. That'll be crazy because you put him with another guy. I mean, schematically, it'll be great because Galladay needs that. And you paid that man. And he ain't going nowhere, I'm sure. Got to save somebody. I ain't going there as far as roster transition. But Russell yeah. Wilson on you, you, squad, you, you, yeah, you bring him in there, he's there, he's there for the next seven years. Easy. No question. No question. Look at him physically, and look at how that, how that, how that young man, because he's still young. You know the, the 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 shape that he keeps himself in. I said this in that space. I said that dude probably don't put one French fry in his system. You know what I mean? Like you you got to look at how players are conditioned. Of course, quarterbacks nowadays they last a lot longer. You know, and this dude keeps himself in in in, in great form, and and you know he takes his craft serious. You know, the the reason that you could see a LeBron James out there still dominating it at the age of, like, I don't know, he's like 52 now, you know, and you could see Tom Brady out there dominating still. And you could see Aaron Rodgers, 38 years old, still out there doing his thing, and he's not slowing down. Russell Wilson is also going to be that guy. The only thing that's going to stop him is one of two things. He don't want to play no more, or, God forbid, he has a catastrophic injury. Beyond those two things, he ain't going nowhere. He's still going to be a top-shelf quarterback in this league. So would, would I take him? And he'll have a if line. I, if I had my choice, yeah, if I had my choice, I'd say Russ, Watson. Either way, I mean, Watson has the advantage of, you know, he's 26. Um, so, you know, maybe Watson, Russ, 
it's close either way for me. And then Malik Willis is my third choice. Ain't mad at none of those. That's why I'm indifferent. It's a perfect place for me to be. I'm indifferent as a motherfucker. I would definitely love Russell, love Watson. I mean, you can't go wrong with either one of them. <clears throat> so, I'm, I, man, no matter what they do, I think I can't. I just want to see it. Bring Jared back to life. And he works out with the Yankees. So this shit is a perfect situation. You know what I mean? He works out with the Yankees every offseason or whenever, whenever they do their uh, spring training. He's always in the building. Yep. And, and and his wife want to be in New York. Happy wife, happy life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know, he'll get out of Seattle. Um, not that it's toxic or anything, but, hey, man, look, sometimes – you know, look at Andy Reid, right, when he left Philly at the end. They they was running him out of town. They had, they had like, two bad seasons or something, um, and he was there for a long time, had a lot of success. Went to KFC, started eating that good barbecue, and ain't looked back since. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's going to be dope. Is that a- yeah, man, I, I don't man, know where, but I'm really on that Russell Wilson shit, you know what I'm saying, but... Watson, yeah, you know I mean, the Flores Watson combination, man. I'm, I, I would love that. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, I, I'm again, I'm just not sold on the Willis kid, man. I'm not sold on him yet, but I'll wait till the senior bowl to say something. I, I'll wait to yeah. senior bowl to lay on. It's, yeah, and it's not a given. I'm not saying I'm not saying he is slam dunk. You know, I just see potential there. But of course, given those other options, I take it, man. Look. If Flores is on this team and Watson's on this team and he's starting week one at MetLife, I'm going to be there. I don't know who coming with me, but I ain't bullshitting. He on this team week one, I'll be there. Mask up and everything. Yeah. Fuck this COVID. He's that I'm number there. four jersey so bad, bro. I, oh, I'm my there. God. Y'all just let me know. Y'all that just let me know jersey everything to me, bro.
I'm telling you, though, hold me to what I said. One of them two at quarterback, hold me to it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. We get rust, man. I'm definitely going to be like, yo, Ivan, yo. You remember what you said on January um, 8th? <laughs> <laughs> but when you say I'm trying to anything, bro, I'm gonna need you to be a man of your word, G. Man, we gonna we gonna video. Just laughed at me. It's got look, it's gotta be documented. You know what I'm saying? The rebirth of the New York Giants. I'm telling you, that's gonna be the theme right there if it happens. That would be dope. I'm a love Russell so and I. Told me that quick because earlier I was like, well, shit, we need to rebuild. I was like, man, we change from week to week, hour to hour, second to second. Like, hour, things are rough. Get that man a line, too. Yeah, you already I got know. a tackle. We get a center, bro. We get a center and a guard. I'm not going to lie, bro. I, like, I feel your pain a little bit, right? Up. Because. You know how I am about the Russell Wilson shit. I'm I'm like, yo, we got to speak into existence. And I, I've been on this shit for, like, how long now? Like, three, four weeks now? Maybe even longer. Maybe four or five. But anyway, right? So, like, <laughs> I'm sitting there on this Wilson shit, right? And now, like, I heard about the Flores Watson shit, right? And that shit is... And not that I forgot about the Wilson thing, right? But it made the Watson thing look a little bit more attractive. Like, oh. That would be nice. <laughs> you know? That, that would be, be nice. Dope. Flores and, and Watson? Hmm. That that sounds like a good combination to me. Yeah, my only concern there, though, is just I know Houston is acting real fucking belligerent, bro. They, they real stupid with this conversation. They talking about three first-round picks and, like, three players and shit. I saw that just today. God, I'm I'm like, what? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I, I think that's all talk. They're not in a position, uh, they're yeah. not in an advantageous position to actually. So how about they're we not. give them a first, we give them a fourth, a seventh, and we give them uh, Daniel Jones, Evan Ingram, and uh, Darius Lee. There you go. Boom. Got that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think they're doing that on purpose to this dude. Because nobody's going to do that, and I, I, I read that in um, the what was it, Houston Chronicle or some shit. Um, yeah, when you talk about negotiations, yeah, when you talk about negotiations, and it has nothing to do with the NFL. You can't like you got to have a market, right? I don't care what you're selling. You could be selling a damn chair. You know what I mean? And you can't sit there and say this chair going for five thousand if there's nobody willing to pay that. You got to have somebody willing to pay it to be able to. to to be able to, you know, be on that level. And there, there's nobody that's going to get three first, period. In the league, there's nobody. So yeah. Yeah, they, they got to come off that. They got to come off that. And Cesario, and that's why I don't think that comes from Cesario. And that's what made me actually read it, because when I started, I was like, yo, Nick Cesario ain't going to do that. After all the willing and dealing he did last year to get this, Roster, I mean, granted, they only won four wins, you know, four games and everything. Tyrod Taylor, and they they suffered a lot, too, to cause them to be that. But Davis Mills wasn't too bad, man. And David Culley wasn't too bad. I mean, 
And a lot of people, you know, fans of the, of the team, and this, this is just me from, I'm not even a fan, but, yeah, you know, I ain't had no Giants. And they were terrible anyway, so I watched a lot of Houston. And they, they were competitive. They lost, yes, but they were competitive. And some of those losses, I know there's no such thing as a, um, what they call it, a, a damn, can't think of it, a moral victory. You know, there's no such thing as a moral victory. I get that, but. They they played and he did a lot of willing and dealing to get them to even to that point. So for them to have a price tag like that, I don't think that's coming from them. I just think that's just a bunch of hobards to throw out there just to keep their phone from ringing. And that's just my opinion outside looking in, you know, conspiracy theory LLP. But I you know that's based off of how they already treated him and continue to treat him. They don't want him to go nowhere, but they don't want him to play. You know what I mean? It's like that girlfriend, you know. They can't have you, but nobody else is either. And the same thing that uh, Baker Mayfield did to Odell Beckham. I guarantee you when he got there, he said, yeah, you a star in New York. You big old star, big time, Odell Beckham, number one superstar. You come down here, I'm number one draft pick. I'm going to make sure you don't succeed. Because he smirked at the daggone press conference when they was talking about why he doesn't get the ball. And I told you, I know how I'd be studying these people's faces at the podium, bro. Their face gives them away. Fuck what they're talking about. Their face gives them away. And that motherfucker smirks. Like, motherfucker ain't shit. I'm the king here. He was already arrogant coming out, so. But I know I just went through three different things in a while. But yeah, they got to come off that. But three first round picks and players. That ain't going to happen. Yo, do you believe they made Steve Harvey the motherfucking fake ass judge? It was supposed, I think he stole this shit from Ice T. Ice T was supposed to come out with a show called The Mediator or something. And he was supposed to be helping people mediate. And shit, because he ain't want to wear no fucking robe. I ain't going, I see ain't wearing no damn robe. That's what he said. But you don't see that show, but you see Steve Harvey here up at the judge thing. You know he ain't no goddamn judge. Sitting up there saying bad jokes. That's going to get him canceled. He on TV too much. He's going to get canceled. He's going to say some shit that's going to offend some kind of marginalized group. Fucking small feet people going to be kicking in outside his house. Talk about my feet. Anyway. The first show, I ain't going to find this one. <laughs> I did watch the first one. I had to see that shit. You know how he does? What the fuck? Who made this motherfucker good? I believe it on face value so at the end. He said that's about him. Like, yeah, we're still here. Still here. So, Ivan. Man, for, for, for Watson, man, for me, you know, I, you know, I like to be realistic, right? You know, he's a, he's a big commodity. They're going to want something in return. I give him a first this year. I give him a first next year. And then I'm either going to say, you know, I, I'm my initial volley going to be I give you a third. And I give you Daniel Jones, right? Now you got a quarterback. You can work with him. Um, I know I dog him a lot. But you know the dude is is he can he can start games in his league. I just don't I just don't see him as a franchise quarterback. But um, 
he gives them something to work with until they decide if they want to build around him and he has success there, great. If not, you know, he, he can hold it down. Uh, he's not going to embarrass them long enough to, for them to figure out which way they want to go at quarterback. You know, and, and, and if they don't accept that, then, you know, I, I, I go to a second. I don't want to. I go to first this year, first next year, and a second. Um, and you know that that's it. I can't, I, you know, I can't go higher than that. We gotta be realistic. And and and, and you know the uh, the same deal for Seattle. You know, once again, I understand that you know maybe you got more leverage uh, with with where Russell's under contract, but you don't have leverage to trade him anywhere because he has a full no trade. Um, so your options are limited. And, and and they're dictated by him. He could come out and say, I only want to go to New York and I don't want to be here. Now, he's not that kind of guy, so it's hard, you know, because he's not going to rock the boat like that. Um, you know, uh, he's just not that kind of guy, you know. So um, it'd be tough. I, I, I would hope that he allow his agent. I don't think people. he's that type of guy. you talk about Wilson, right? Yeah, yeah, Wilson. Yeah, I don't think he's that type of guy, but I think he's the type of guy that would say, this is my destination that I would like to go to. Oh, and yeah, I think that he has yeah. enough respect around the league and, and all that that he'll get what he wants. I don't think that yeah. they'll be like, no, you can't go there. We'll send you to bumfuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Yeah. I think he has enough respect and pull around the league where it's like, okay, we may be departing. But uh, you, yeah. that's where you want to go. Uh, we'll we'll talk to him and see what we can get. And I think that's yeah. what. And it I would was be. yeah. And, and I was so hoping that they either fire Pete Carroll or Pete Carroll say, "Man, I'm 70. I'm done. I'm hanging it up." Because if that front office, along with him, would have would have came undone, it makes it harder, right? Because now he don't want to be there. Now you got to bring in a new regime, and he don't want to be there. And so that regime, you know, may say, well, I want to start – let me start with my, my own quarterback, you know. Um, you know, so – and who knows, man. I, I still don't know if those all those guys are going to come back next year in Seattle. I, I just feel like they haven't said much. But, um, you know, as for the compensation, you know, if the conversation start with 3-1, you're out of your mind. Like, yes, you know, he, he, can, he, he, he can be worth that, but – you know, you 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 you're out of your you know your mind. Like asking for that as as competition as a as a starting talking point, um, especially when he can control where he go. You can't just trade him nowhere. You can't say we'll trade him to San Fran. Nope, he he don't want to go to San Fran. You can't trade him there. He got a full no trade. So to me, that fact is in there. That fact is in there. And, and you know, I just I just hope that um. You know, they do trade them because I think that we're number one on that list. Damn, it feel good to say that, man. The Giants are the number one destination. I don't care if it's due to his wife wanting to be in New York. Damn it, we the number one destination, you know, where he want to be. And it looks like Watson got us high on his list, too. Um, and, and, and Flores uh, wants to be That's uh, because of Flores, I love right. It. Yeah, I love yeah. it. He's from Brooklyn. He's from Brownsville. Where yep. I came up, I love it. I love it, you know, and, and you know, it's still, you know, um, Buff, my man from Buffalo, he wants to be here. Man, that feel good, man, knowing that some of these top choices, they do want to be here. You know, I heard um, Ortiz wants to be there. You know, it, hey, look, man, if they if they do this right, if they do this right, we're going to look back at this offseason, man, 
you know, we're going to look back, man, 10 years from now and say that was it. That was the turning point, you know. And, and remember how low I felt that morning when, when I saw the Adam Schefter report that Joe Judge was coming back, um, you know, when they floated that out there. You know, Adam Schefter, he, he gets stuff straight from the teams, man. He's not out there speculating. He's been exposed for it already, you know, um, sending stuff to the team saying, hey, can y'all proofread this? Are y'all good with this for me to put it out there? He's on payroll, man. You know, there's a reason he gets all the breaking news. He on payroll. So, um, you know, and, and I think um, that coupled with all the stupidity that came out of his mouth at the end, you know, and, and the, the fan pressure. I mean, fans got to give themselves credit, man. It was the fans that put that pressure on Mara. Um, and, 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 you I, know, we, we don't Oh, that's what I it, told man. Lou earlier. I'm sorry to cut you off, Ivan, but I told yeah. Lou earlier. I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? The 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 GM retires, quote unquote, right? The GM retires, and then like you don't fire the coach two days later. Like like mm-hmm. how you gonna sit there and have a a GM co- uh search, and you gonna say, oh yo, you gonna have to deal with this bum ass coach? Like I didn't understand that. So mm-hmm. for it to take two days after that fact. I know for sure they were contemplating that shit. They were contemplating it. So whatever the rumor was, it wasn't totally false. They was contemplating it. But when them picket fences came out, when them pitchforks came out, that's when mm-hmm. it was like, ah, right, you know what, he got to go. Because these fans yeah, definitely spoke up and said, get this man the fuck out of here. Yeah. Mara said it. He said he didn't want to take that. He didn't want to take that walk down that hallway. He said it. He didn't want to. And, and they've been telling us for years, for years that they were wanting to promote Abrams, that they put him in a GM boot camp, a, 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 a apprenticeship or whatever they called it, you know, and to learn. Man, come on, man, stop that. And 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 the Giants media out there ought to be embarrassed. Oh, he's a brilliant guy, and you know he's. He's great at what he does, and, and he'd be highly sought in the league. Okay, well, let's see it. Let's see who the hell going to bring in Abrams for an interview. Forget hire him since he's so brilliant. Like, come on, man. You know, and they put that nonsense out there, and then there was that, that story that was floated out there that um, basically saying that, you know, he had, you know, um, Basically, he wasn't on board with a lot of the things that the Giants did in the last few seasons. You know, it wasn't him. It, it, his hands was tied behind his back. He didn't want to do those things as if to say, you know, you're getting a new voice here if he gets hired. You know, you weren't going to sell me on that, you know, at all. And, and if they would have did it, man, I would have went dark next year. I, I promise you I wouldn't watch the Giants, man. I, I, would, I wouldn't even invest at the time. You know, if they, if they think they would have sold that to me, you know, because I'm talking about me as a fan, you know, and, and you think you're going you gonna to repackage that same product and try to feed me a BS story because you got the, the, the you know, your, your media guys and you got, you know, P-Dot in them, you know, pitching this. No, sir. You know, so I, I do think the fan pressure, you know, the fans applied that you guys applied on this platform, other platforms, um, social media, the, the season ticket holders, you know, that pressure finally made, you know, a hey, pressure bust pipes. And, and we'll we'll look back, man. If they get it right, we'll look back at this offseason as that turning point, man. I'm not talking about – I'm talking about sustained success, man. Like, we could get back to the point where 
you know, they're a proud fran- franchise, man. And they say, damn, them Giants, they good year after year. You know, and um, yeah, I, I just you just get it right, get it right. Not only get it right, but get those guys the the autonomy to do what they want to do with the with the um with the team. That's the key. No Chris Mara, you know, handing the cookie jar, none of that. Let the GM come in there, let the coach come in there, and let them execute their plan. Again, I feel like to me, and I said this earlier, and I'm not sure if he was on here to to witness that, but. Or to hear that, really. But I said it, this roster is still a good roster. It's still a talented roster. So I want the guy that comes in here and notices that and build upon. I just want a build upon. Okay? I want the offensive line to be the focus and a franchise quarterback. That's what this GM duty should be getting this franchise quarterback in here and fixing the line for him to be successful. That should be the focus. Cause to me, the defense is fine. You don't have to do too much to the D. You don't pause. You really don't. So again, it's not a lot of work to do, but it is. When you when you consider yeah. with the uh, money and all that shit with the cap, you got a lot to do on that aspect. But as far as shaping out this roster, I think that guy got to come in, know what he's doing, and say, "Yo, all right, build upon, and he'll be successful immediately." Yeah, I don't think and, take and, that and long. I, yeah. And and I'll say this right with Russ, right? Um, what they what they went out there seven eight games this year? What they win? I don't remember those seven or eight games. Uh, Seattle, uh, I think they won six. At Seattle. I don't know. It might have been six. I'm not sure. It was six, seven, or eight. Six, six or seven. So, you know, and, and, and look at that. They played in a brutal division, man. I mean, hell, the, the Cardinals jumped out to a 10-2 and two start before they, you know, they became undone. And I know he missed at least – it was at least two games with, with, the, with, the, with the finger when, you know, he was throwing the pass and – you know, he had that surgery on it. Um, you know, who, who's going to tell him? Than that, this it year? seemed like it was longer for him to get really fully 100% healthy and comfortable. Maybe three, right? It, it was like th- at least three, and maybe there was a buy in there. But, yeah, he, he felt like he was gone for a while. Um, and, you know, and, of course, when he first came back, I mean, hell, that's your throwing hand. You know, people got to take that into account, man, like, you know, he, he did rush back, man, and, and prior to that, Russ, Russ don't miss games. So, um, you know, you're going to tell me we could have been – yeah, you're going to tell me in our division we couldn't have been the Eagles this year. We couldn't have been the team in the playoffs if we had them. Of course we could have, easily. You know, look at the division he was in, having to deal with the Cards, the Rams, um, you know, um, the other damn team over there uh, – the Rams, the Cardinals, and the um, San Fran. Yeah, San Fran. Come on, man. Them three playoff teams. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, so so he gonna come into the, to the NFC East, man. He gonna say, oh this, oh this. You know what I'm saying? This barbecue chicken, like Shaq say. You know, oh, I'm gonna eat these dudes up. This easy money over here. And remember, all you gotta do is win your division to get in. You know what I'm saying? 
So no. while I, if we if we yeah if we go only, a different I, route, I don't in that division. Yeah. No, I'm sorry to cut you off, but in that division, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you got to deal with some dynamic ass quarterbacks. Even though I'm like Stafford is a choker, yeah, you know I'm saying he's still a, a great quarterback that's been top ten in this league for a long time to me. So yeah, he's an accomplished quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you go into the NFC's, I mean, the 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 top guy is Dak Prescott. You know what I'm saying? You coming in, you you definitely the damn one of the best goddamn quarterbacks in the goddamn division off top. So as you sign. Oh, you're, you're, the, be, you're the best quarterback in the division because he's better than So as you sign. So, yeah, man, look. I'm gonna tell you right now, right? You know, my 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 trajectory for them next year, I don't I don't have no aspirations of playoffs. I just want them to 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 start building the roster correctly and going in the right direction. That gets accelerated if you add a Watson or Wilson. It gets instantly accelerated. I'm not saying Super Bowl contender, but make it to the playoffs. Absolutely. Any of those two at quarterback, absolutely. Exactly. You know, everybody like I always the line, the line the, yeah, the line will be addressed. Yeah, listen, look, and I mentioned this before, right? Look at the Chiefs' offensive line. Look how they built it in two years. I think there's only one uh, first-round pick in there. Buffalo Bills O-line, no first-round picks. Um, You know, I'm not saying that you can't take an O-lineman in the first round, but the people that say, oh, we trade a first, we can't fix the O-line, hey, man, look, the, the draft is more than just the first round. That is the whole reason that we want. You know, uh, some of these GMs that, 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 that we're happy that we're looking at because their teams have hit in the third, the fourth, the fifth round. That's how they've right. been successful. You know, people people got to th- – look, man, if you look at – if you break down any of these teams that have success and have sustained success, you're going to find one thing. They got a franchise quarterback in play, unless you're Tennessee, but, you know, that's a unique dynamic over there. Um, you know, but you're going to have a franchise quarterback, in, in you know, in play. And, and and then you're going to have, you know, third-round picks, fourth-round picks, fifth-round picks that are going to be starting for you and playing key roles. And the third thing you're going to see is you're going to see dudes on second and third contracts that they drafted. You know, so if, until you have a quarterback, you don't have a quarterback. I will say that forever. Until you have a quarterback, you don't have a quarterback. You can have the best O-line ever. I got Dallas fans telling me they stick to their stomach and they want to get rid of Dax. You know, they say, we got the O-line. We got the defense. We got wide receivers. We got a tight end. And look, again, we come up short. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, like, you know, um, and and I I think Dax is a good quarterback. You know, I I try to talk him off the ledge, you know, but – you know, but my thing is this, you know, like get the quarterback. You'll be able to address the O-line. People got to stop. You know, let, if, if you truly believe in, in Hortiz, if you truly believe in the Buffalo guy, if you truly believe in Adams, if you think these guys are brilliant and you want them as GM, you you don't think they'll find a way to address the O-line this off season? You don't think so? I'll tell you right now, I, it won't take I, much I, to be I, a better line than what Seattle picks. had. They got ten picks. If any GM coming, and that's what I'm. That's what, that's what I'm coming with. If you get a Russell Wilson or a Watson, you definitely talking playoffs. And so what? You got to change your draft board a little bit. Okay, all the talent coming out of here. If these people actually look, 
that's a, and that's a lot of them, you know, not talking about nobody or, you know, fans out there or whatever, but y'all just go on motion. Y'all not looking at these kids. You know what I mean? There's, there's talent on the line that's, you know what I mean, it doesn't, and it's not the names that you heard of, you know what I mean? Uh, Daniel Falele uh, from Minnesota, right tackle. What? He's not talking, he, nobody's talking about him in the first round. You definitely get a kid like that in the second round if you have to give up, because if you're giving up your first for Watson or Russell, you know what I mean, you're giving up a five, we got five and seven, if you give up five, then you get your edge rusher, or you give up seven, and you get your edge rusher, and then whatever you throw away, and then you get your lineman in the second. You got two-thirds, you got ten picks. I agree 100%. You know what I'm saying? Get to, yeah, they got players. They got players this year. Get out of here. Yeah, you de- you definitely get to adjust the line. And I'm not trying to give up both first this year. And if and, and, and if that's what it takes, then I say that's it. You're done. Don't ask me for nothing else. I throw in a six. If 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 you think you're gonna walk away with the fifth and seventh pick and I gotta give you other premium picks, you lost your damn mind. You know? Yeah, you I lost your damn mind. Yeah, I'm not yeah, doing that. So I, so I, I, I could give up one, one and I could still get a premium. You know, I could still get a premium guy with that other one. I mean, at five or seven, you get, and this is a good old line draft that's going to go beyond the first round. But even if they wanted to do that, you can still do that. Even if it was the seventh pick, you can still do it. Hey, everybody's high on this center, you know. I don't know if he's going to be all that, but if he is and Linden he's really Bob. that guy, oh, yeah, yeah, you got the anchor right Linden there. Bob. Linden Linden Linden. Linden. I thought yeah, I promise I, you I, him, the man, reason why I wasn't yeah. really high on him because I thought like he was a tackle, bro. Like I was fucked up on that shit. Like hold up, this motherfucker interior. Oh, okay, yeah, I can. All right, my bad. I don't know what the fuck. Dude, I was this a beast. Yeah, I like him as an interior though, man. I like him as a this film is crazy. I, I, he'll be yeah, there at I seven. I promise you, that. he'll be there at seven. No question about it. He'll be there at seven. And you need that. And then you help Wilson, you help Watson, you help Barkley. You got three, you know what I mean? You, or not three, Listen, so you have uh, check, the other check this out. Check, That's what check you this do. Out, right? Check this out, right? Look, um, and, and, and check, like, for real, listen to this, right? So, you know, I think they're going to target, regardless of what they, you know, do at the quarterback, I think they're going to target a starter. O-Lyman. I think that's going to be their one big free agent acquisition, right? So, you you, you know, they're going to they're gonna, – I think they'll target, you know, a tackle you know, to put opposite Thomas, right? And, and this fan base is high on Thomas. So now you got oh, man. a free agent that, like you, that you bring in. Draft. I like Neil, yeah. man. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no. If, if, and if we stick with our picks, maybe that's the way. I'm just saying in, 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 a, in a world where we have to give up one of those first-round picks, and let's say Neil is not there, right? Let's say he's mm. off the board, right? Um, mm. Then I, I think they're going to they're gonna target – a tackle, or you know, it could be a guard in free agency. Or it could be, a, or, and, or and it they, could be a pass rusher in KT. Um, typical. I mean, at four, yeah, you know, no, somebody be there though, agency. bro. I'm talking about free. Yeah, I'm talking about free agency. You okay, know, I think okay. they're going to target an offensive lineman in free agency. You got Thomas, and let's say oh, okay. they get Neil, or they get the they get the center, right? Let's say either one, right? So now mm-hmm. you've locked in three positions. You know, and then what that allows you to do, you got the anchor at center, you got your tackle solidified, you know, and, and what that allows you to do, right, even if you don't have premium guys at, at, at guard, right, and I still think they'll take a guard like in the fourth round and, and, and they can hit on that, you know. Um, 
then all of a sudden you transform your O-line. There's a reason that somebody like Flowers, who looked completely lost with us, was able to go elsewhere and start, right? When, 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 when you put somebody like Flowers, right, around a, a good O-line, better than what we had, it helps those guys, you know, because when you, when, when you put a guy on an O-line, the whole O-line is bad, and you're expecting him to be, you know, that guy on your O-line, it's right, not right. going to work. But you know, if he's so, a part of a rotation and right. not the guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Like, that's what goes well for him. And, of, and of course, like, taking a guy at number nine, you, you know, I don't know, like, the coaches should have been better than saying, all right, this guy's a guard, seeing that. But they was like, man, we we invested too high into him, so he yeah. has to be a tackle. But that's, yeah. that's our like, thing. Like, we know, always like do that shit. A, yeah, like, what what's the name of our guard, man? What's the name of this dude uh, that we drafted? Um, Hernandez. Hey, Hernandez, right? Okay. Now, now tell me this, right? And, and he's had his struggles, right? But let let me tell you this though, right? Let me put him where he's at, and to the right of him, I'm gonna have Kelsey from Philly, and to the left of him, I'm gonna have Lane Johnson. Does he not instantly play better? I would hope so. You got you got two dudes that's gonna be damn near in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That stuff matters. That stuff matters. So if if you solidify those, those positions. You, you know, I, I mean, honestly, right? I don't care what team you look at, the Bucks, the Bills, um, the Rams. Man, nobody got a, a, a all-pro, a pro bowler on every slot on the offensive line. They don't. They don't. And we don't watch them game in after game, but follow them. Listen to what their fans say and their frustration, right? They don't have a pro bowler at every position. But if you get it, if you get an O-line that, that has continuity and they playing together, and you do got some leadership there and some talent, hey, man, that, that, you know, those guys look better. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, role play is going to always look better next to a Magic Johnson or, you know, uh, LeBron James. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they, they going to look better, man. So, um, you know, and, and then, of course, uh, of course, the following year you continue to address the O-line, you know, after that. But, you know, the, the O-line could look significantly different next year um, without having to invest two picks on the O-line. You don't have to use two of them. You know, you can get a pass yeah, rusher. They're going to be there. With, with two O-linemen at five and seven. And this is in the world if we got our picks, we don't do anything. We just, we just go to the draft, on to the draft. Man, I'm not. No. That is – I saw a mock like that. That is the most – why would you do that? Five and seven, no. You get your defensive players at five. You get your linemen at seven. If that's no, I agree. You, if you're going to do it that way, you know what I'm saying? And that's also in yeah, the world listen, that they listen, don't. If we, if we going five and seven, if we going five and seven O-line, we, we better be getting Kelsey and Lane Johnson type. You know, I better, I better, you know, we better get two O-linemen that's going to be on second and third contracts with us. They, they, they better not be, you know, um, uh, you know, Richburg, and, and I love Richburg, you know, but, but you know, it, it's got to be better than that. You know what I mean? Um, Can't be pure and Richburg. You know, you know I mean? Yeah, that be move, it's got to be better than that. And what the, the, mean, the root of that kind of decision, though, to me, 
get a for deal and a ownership. What? That's like patronizing. Like you guys always bitched and complained about the line, so we just went all in. You know what I mean? Don't I, I don't let that be their thought process. You know what I mean? Because you can. It's more than one way to skin a cat, and you can really flip this thing if you work it right. If you really, and, and that's even without a yeah, the beauty about a new um, front office is they don't care about what what happened yesterday, right? They they they're gonna be what we here today, right? And, and we got a vision, and, and they're not gonna take all that baggage of what Gettleman did as far as oh we gotta do this or we gotta do that. Their focus is gonna be hey we gotta bring this team back to 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 the forefront, you know, and we're gonna execute our plan, right? And if that's an old line, so be it. If that's an elite pass rusher, so be it, right? Because I don't want to just go O-line and those O-linemen turn out to be, uh, okay, he's decent, he's a starter on Von Miller, and we passed up on, um, you know, I don't know, um, uh, you know, Charles Woodson. You know what I'm saying? At, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want to look back at that draft four years ago and say, Oh my God! Yeah, we could have had Aaron Donald and we could have had Von Miller, but we got so and so and so and so. And yeah, they starting for us, but hell, like, so yeah. If, if the O lineman, if they if they think the evaluation, that's the guy and that's the way to go. Great, go that route. If you think this is an elite pass rusher that's going to transcend the defense, go that way. Like, I, yeah, I agree. I don't want them to be boxed into a particular position. I, I don't think that's ever the right way to go. Even though, like I say, Evan Neal and London Bond, that is turning your offensive line all the way around. No, I agree. I mean, they're both they're both they're, they're both um great prospects, man. You know, and 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 if we do go that route, man, ain't nobody Neil scares me, man. Neil, I I know he's a beast, but he's scared. I'm I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I mean, because I watched a couple of games, but it's just a couple. It wasn't more than five, so I'm set. And you know, and look, even if they if they did go that route, right? You talk about the transformation of the O line. It's there. You would have Thomas, Neil, and, and you would have him, right? You, th- th- they're all kids. You instantly just transform your O line, just like that. You That's sign a free it, agent you know? to fill one of the well, guard like spots. Like I said, sign a Boom. free agent uh, guard or something. You, oh my yep. God, it's so right. Boom. The New York Giants O-line is not the same what it once was, just like that. It don't need to take five years, four years. That's a myth. You can fix your O-line in one or two years. You absolutely can if you're doing it with the oh, with the right um, front one office. Dumbass, only one dumbass breathing on this planet. <laughs> it takes them longer. Came in and talking about hog molly. We should have the best O-line in football right exactly. now. Exactly. That, that, that's all right, sure. man. Let that motherfucker tell it. Oh, God. And that, was my, that was my focal point on the reason why I felt like this man had to go for me. For me, because there was a lot of things that, like my compadres come on here and say, I agreed with and thought it was all right. That was an all right move to do. I even called out a lot of his moves. But again, you came into this shit, you got hired, and then your opening fucking presser 
was saying hog mollies, hog mollies, hog mollies to the point that you came through and the first damn job, the first thing you did on your job was motherfucking, uh, what was it, cut, then he cut um, Hart, Bobby Hart, cut him right mm-hmm. out of there, get him out of there. That was your first right. move. So obviously, Hawk Marley's, or that's what was presented to us, was supposed to have been your focal point. What, three, four years later? Our old line looks worse than it was when you got here, motherfucker. Walk around that bitch looking like Junior from Sopranos. Hawk Marley's? I thought they were It's the whole time. You know, that's what they thought I was you saying. Know, you know, for the simple fact that you came in there, he came in there, and he basically said, I'm going to fix the old line. And that's the one thing you didn't fix. He shouldn't have been allowed to take a victory lap with his family and taking pictures and with that stupid smirk on his face walking around that stadium. And then even at the end, you know, when they're, when he tried to cut out early and the, and the media tried to get to him and he ducked and dodged them and didn't talk to them, coward, you know, like they should have fired him. You know, I'm still upset that that dude didn't get fired. People say, oh, it don't matter. It matters. It matters because you're letting it be known this was unacceptable. And for the people that say, oh, well, you know, he had been there like 20 years, so was Jerry Reese. Go back and check. Reese was there for over 20 years. They threw him out on Again, his ass I, and his two Super Bowls. I told people from the beginning of the season, if it didn't work out, he was going to get fired, but it would be, quote, unquote, retirement. They are going to sit there and sugarcoat it like he's retired, but they fired his ass. But they're going to give him his respect, in which a lot of people, and I'm hearing from you, including, says, he ain't even earned that respect. He should have been fired. No. no, look at the – listen, and I know a lot of fans like Leonard Williams, right? The Leonard Williams trade was a mistake. What they gave they up was a mistake. And then to get – you know, because you cost yourself draft capital, you know, and, and then to top it off, you gave him a new contract. He hasn't been a bad player, but it goes back to this. You paid him – the money that you paid him was as if he was going to come and complete a team that was going to go on a playoff run. They were not that. They were not that. So the contract makes no sense when you look at it from that perspective, right? And now you look at this offseason, we got no money. We got no money. They can't buy a used Honda Accord right now with the money that they got. They got no money. You know, and, and, and they're going to have to tweak you know, and they, I think they've already redone Williams. You know, they're going to have to tweak and do this and do that, and we shouldn't be, I mean, as handicapped as they are with the salary cap, what do they got to show for it? Do they got a stud O-line? No. Do we got stud linebackers? No. We're not solidified there. You know, um, yes, the defense, you know, when, when compared to the offense, yeah, they were, they were respectable, kept us in a lot of games. But there's got to be changes on that side of the ball, too. You know, what did he Yo, solidify? Oh, God. A core joke was hilarious, too, um, but I was on mute. But we also, who's the mainster all of these years and all of this? $13,000, $14,000 is your cap space. Thousands. Yo, the margin 
on where the next team starts from that is like two more digits. Crazy. Listen, but listen, we couldn't even we couldn't even fill the we we couldn't even fill the complete roster the last week of the season. We went in there short because we didn't have enough money to pay nobody to come on the roster. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. I read that. But the way these contracts are, man, you're not really, you're not doomed. You you can definitely maneuver and get yourself um, pretty decent. I'm not going to say you're going to have a whole bunch of money, but you're going to be pretty decent. <clears throat> but, yeah. So on the the next guy that comes in, and how what moves do you yeah. make? No, and yeah, yeah, they'll they'll be able to shit. But you know, could you imagine uh, you bringing the right GM and and they had the capital that Gettleman Gettleman had a lot of money that he spent. He had a two year window where he spent. He had a lot of money to spend. Yeah, he did. And the team got worse. Come on, man. So yeah, you know, I, they'll, they'll maneuver. They'll tweak. You know. It just, you know, it's going to be a little bit harder. You know what I mean? It would have been nice if they walking in there. Well, we got, you know, 38, 40 mil. I could work with that. Right. Now they got to go create money. But all that draft capital, that would have been the perfect fucking situation to go to. Oh, my God. You, you talk about from worst to first. It could have happened. And I'm not saying, you know, once again, the catalyst, what's going to happen at quarterback? Um, That's the I'm catalyst. That can that, change things. That, it can accelerate it, things. I'm telling you, man. That is the shit. The way that, to me, in my opinion, the way this roster is shaped out, I'm telling you, just get the franchise quarterback, fix this line for him, and we all right. Because, I mean, even when you look at it with the Barkley situation, yeah, you know what I mean? Not healthy all the time, whatever, but you look at the backups and that, and, I mean, if you draft one like I want them to, and you got Booker out there, that that's a great compliment to him. You know what I'm saying? I, I think you're all right with the running back situation. Um, you got the tight ends. You got, like you said, with the defense, you still got some things to do with the defense, but they don't got much to do with the D. You got to add a little bit here lead. and there, you're all right. Sprinkle a little, little salt and some pepper tackle. right here and there, you're all right, baby. You know what I mean? Give me a D but, tackle, bro. Let me show me. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Oh. We need that fucking nose tackle, yep. man. And like, and, and you know what? Give we have them. They don't use Winfrey, bro. They don't use big decks as a nose tackle, and that's a mistake. No, they hey, don't. but that's why we got new coach, new coach, new new staff. You know, so um, it, it's gonna be interesting. But you know, or, you know, I, I, I'm gonna cut out, fellas. It was good talking that's to right. y'all. And, and and the most beautiful thing, man is that we going into the off season that's already started with so much content. And you guys could do a show, you know, twice a day with the content that's going to come out of MetLife, you know. It's so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? The fact that, you know, Absolutely. could you imagine the off season with Gettleman and Judge again? You know what I mean? If, if we would have went that route, man. So it, it, it's, oh, so it, it's, it's so much content. It's so much possibilities. <laughs> Yeah, man, it, it's 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 a good thing, man. It's it's a good thing because this off season is gonna be a fun off season for John fans. But it should be. So um, ready, I'm looking yeah. forward to it, man. You know, hopefully I hear it in my I'm voice, man. But I'm hell, ready. I'm man. ready for this off season. 
I'm excited as hell. I mean, I'm so happy because I don't have to go nowhere. Because I, I, I was with you earlier when you said that you was going to fall back. I, hey, shit. I was looking at Cardinals shit. <laughs> Jets. <laughs> well, man, they got me mad last night. I'm, yeah, I'm sitting here like, fight back. Fight back. Mind you, I wanted the Rams to win, but I'm like, fight back. You know, like, you can't just get punched in the mouth. Fight back, you know, man. The wild card weekend was a dud, so hopefully next next week is a is a better um, week in the playoffs, some better games. Um, but but all right, fellas, man, y'all be easy. Peace. All right, we're gonna go ahead on now and give the closing statements and this show off. But um, yeah, me filling in for Nacho. On Nacho Ave Tuesday, because I was not doing no show on Martin Luther King Day. That is day I get to rest. I treat it like it's a, a, a real, true holiday that it should be. So, yeah. shout out to yeah, Martin Luther King. I was Prince the King yesterday in my band, so. Yeah. Watch my discussion. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, we out here not true. It was Tuesday, and I filled in for the ball. And um, we'll be back tomorrow, debate Wednesdays. But um, go ahead, LRP, what you got for the people? Close it out for me. I ain't got nothing, man. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Be easy. Enjoy your family. No doubt. Um... Before I go on the Black Freezy, man, um, shout-outs to Power, man. They doing their thing. Um, uh, oh, man. Why would you say the, that just right now? I know, See? bro. I know. I know, bro. We going to get to it, though. We going to get to it. We going to get to it. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> or definitely, definitely Friday on E-Style Friday. But, um, yeah, man, um, shout-outs to the Power, man. They doing their thing. Um, they're coming out with uh, Tommy's um, coming out in a couple weeks, a few weeks. So Tommy shit is coming out next. Um, the way they're ending this one off is awesome. I love what they're doing. My man Tyreek got all the girls out. You know, I ain't going to use the word I was going to use. But you know what I'm talking about, man. man that man got all the, the females. That's my man. I like Tyreek, man. Um, and then also, man, if y'all ain't catch that new Spider-Man, like, if you ain't watched that new Spider-Man yet, psh, you missing out, bro. You are missing out. That new Spider-Man is that she's naive, okay? So definitely go out there and go watch that. Go see that if you haven't already because that shit is good. I think I'm going to go watch that again. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, but um, Black Freezy, man, what you got for the peoples if you're still here, man? Yo, 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 tune in tomorrow, Debate Wednesdays, we on your neck. Hell wrong with you, boy. Yeah. I'm wearing Black Freezy in the back. I'm making the beat. Can't do that. Yeah. All right, I'm definitely looking forward to Debate Wednesdays. Man, I'm about we to get... have to go to Atlanta, bro, and just record with this brother while I'm there. That's what I'm going to have to do. going to have to. I might... You know I might make it, you know it over there too, but we'll talk soon. <laughs> but yeah, man, like yeah, definitely. He over there chopping up cooking. 
That's all. That's what's up, man. And I, I, I gotta meet this dude one day, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. All right, but um, shouts to Black Freezy again. Catch him tomorrow. Hosting debate Wednesdays. It's gonna get crazy. So we're gonna talk about some of these um, GMs and these coaches and debate about that. And hopefully, we probably have some news that we didn't hire somebody. Hopefully. Maybe. We'll see. But um, other than that, man, great show. My phone is definitely dying, saying, all right, yo, come on, pack it up. Yeah, Wrap mine it up. too. <laughs> Wrap, Wrap it, it up, up G. <laughs> you feel me? But, yeah, man, awesome, awesome show, man. Appreciate everybody that um, chimed in, Lou. Uh, Ivan, my co-host, uh, LLP, Black Freezy. Y'all already know. Shouts to the rest of the team. J-Rock, E the Chosen One from the Bronx. Uh, Nacho in the Box with Cheese. Shouts to everybody. OG Steve, DC. Y'all already know, man. Y'all know who y'all are. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, I guess that's about it. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but... I'm forgetting I'll remember it for tomorrow. Like we always say around this time, don't expect me to agree with me, but I damn sure expect y'all to understand. Understand? So don't get shook up, because we keep shit live. This is Shakedown Rep of New York Giants on that drive for five, and we out of there. Take us away, LRP. Remember the kings, rubber the keys, remember the flow back. I'm not one, not two, three. How could you post that? <laughs> you fucking around me, Joe Black. Everybody shake down. Salute to all the MCs of the world. Keep doing your thing. Showing these youngsters how to do it. Remember the keys, remember the flow back. I'm not one, not two. two. How could you post that? Fuck around me, Joe Black. All right. Rest in peace, young dog. Go cop that key, key block. Keep bumping right now.